0: Episode fifty of Fit for Life Radio. I'm your host, Gary Deagle, with co host. Will, the grill, <laughs> Shively. That was good. Mm. Hi, hello. You're committed. Do you feel like you've boxed yourself in a
1: corner now? Nah, it was it was who I was all along, so I'm cool. All right.
0: Yeah, I'm so, all right with it. So we're flying uh just a duo today.
1: No one else to water, not water us down, but mm. I don't know to so, uh, keep bring, us in check. You know, enhance what we do. That's what I'm looking for. You know what? Whatever.
0: But over the last two weeks, there's been a lot going on in the world. A lot. Coronavirus. (laughs) (laughs) You get real serious? I knew you you were going to say that. We're going to go from coronavirus to high-intensity training. Yeah,
1: (laughs) basically the same thing. So, yeah.
0: I don't know. I'm not going to China anytime soon, I know that. Nah. I never really... Planned on it, but Japan kind of. I mean, I'll, yeah, i will go there. I want to get some sushi. Yeah, what is that? Is that a rap? isn't that a rap song or like a Drake song? Somewhere someone says something about flying to
1: Japan, for,
0: like to Japan for the night, just to get sushi. I don't know.
1: I don't <laughs> know if Drake would do that. <laughs> Could you imagine? He seems like a like he would want to go to Redbox. Mm. Cuddle. To Red. To. You said Redbox? <laughs> Redbox. Oh. Get a DVD. Are <laughs> oh, those still around? Yeah, man. I haven't been to a drugstore. I mean, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been, but like, there's one outside my Kroger. Mm. That's how I know. I feel like their grave is going to be right next to Blockbuster. I know. They were like a temporary...
0: You think when they when Blockbuster went under, they bought one of those duo graves like
1: couples do? Yeah. Like... Just one for Redbox <laughs> <Yeah>. for later. I was <laughs> just waiting. Because Redbox, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, that's a great idea. Blockbuster should it Blockbuster tried, though. Hey, at least Blockbuster. I mean, that was, what, some decades? Yeah, they I mean, they had a good run. Redbox was a few years. You know what? People... I, I see a lot. People are like, oh, they should bring back Blockbuster. I miss going in and looking for Kinda movies. Kind of like the old record stores. It sounds cool until you have to actually go somewhere to get a movie. And you're like, yeah. well, you do it once. And there's no way, right? Because
0: now the record stores are popular. Yeah. But you also have... The record player—that's what people want to use—and then there's like a different quality of sound. Sound, yeah. That's supposed to be better or, you know, different. Yep. Whereas with video, I mean, there's no going back. Nah, like you can like, watch. No one wants a vintage VHS player. No. There's that one guy, <laughs> <laughs> just sitting. sitting in his whitey tighties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you imagining the guy from um, South Park?
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Watching his VHS. <laughs>
1: but like that's your guy right i don't know everyone thinks things like that are such a cool idea until they have to actually continue to do them Mm -hmm. and people forget that when you can just open up netflix and watch what you want you get you're spoiled yeah you're spoiled we're all spoiled by the ability to watch anything at any time
0: but do you catch yourself getting spoiled to where your attention span like yeah you lose interest real quick yeah and now
1: it's like every show is crap you just, yeah, you can't get engaged with it. It's all like, you almost have to take a break, like don't watch any streaming for a little while. Then when you come back and get something good, like you're ready for it. But mm-hmm. it's like you can get burned out on it, like well, you, if you do it too much. I feel like what's happening though, because
0: we're rewatching Dexter, and I'm like, man, this show is so good. So I'm like, okay, I think all the new stuff is just so rushed, and they're just trying to like throw everything against the wall. Yeah, every now and then you'll get a good show. But yeah, there's definitely like you go back and you watch like the Dexter and all, really all the, and then that was Showtime, and then the older HBO shows. Yeah,
1: we have Breaking Bad, The Wire. I mean, Breaking Bad was AMC, but they put out like a couple of really mm-hmm. like high quality shows when it was out. But I think you're right. Everyone's rushing it. Like think about how many shows Netflix has come out. Like, oh, and it's like more every day. I think they yeah. release a show like every every single day, and mm-hmm. most of them are awful, but I think they just keep throwing it and hoping that something sticks and, you know, they get a hit. Yeah. But, It's man. like when you try to rush your, your fitness, right? Yeah. Don't rush your fitness. Don't rush your it fitness. It never works. It gonna... works for a very short time and then it stops working.
0: Speaking of which. Speaking. We should probably make this like a weekly of thing. Of which. After a few weeks ago when we went hard on uh, foods that want to be foods, uh, but they're not. <sighs> You showed me that. Yeah, I saw an ad today. That plant-based ke- it was, keto cookie.
1: It was For, Lenny and Larry's cookies. Which first,
0: who already got busted because their protein cookies. The labeling. It was wrong. Was wrong. Yeah. In- it, inaccurate.
1: It was a regular cookie, basically. They're, and they were saying how it had
0: like 20 grams of protein. And it didn't. And it had like four. Yeah. The same as a normal cookie. A
1: normal cookie has. And people yeah. are like, oh my God, these are so good. And they're like four bucks a pop. Yeah, it's good because it's a $4 cookie and it's a real cookie. And then they had to change it. And I mm-hmm. tried it and it's not as good no it's dry and grainy and disgusting and not worth three or four dollars for a pro- protein cookie i'd rather eat just pure protein powder in my mouth with no water yeah. so first off let's break this down let's, break, let's do it because i i want to break so plant-based
0: keto cookie first of all this is why i do not fall for buzzwords Dude, that's like how many buzzwords in one yeah so okay all cookies are plant-based yes because the two main ingredients are flour and, and sugar, sugar which come from plants so like what is plant so if something is more than 50 percent from plants it's technically plant based right i mean that could be what it means does that mean it's there's it's complete there's no animal product whatsoever i mean it's just so open-ended right so people but people hear the word plant and they associate it with healthy, and then, keto. and then they can charge more, so they throw it on there, right? And then then they slap on keto, which, well, you know, a regular cookie has plenty of butter <laughs> and yeah. stuff in it too hot. You know, so keto basically means that it's going to be low-carb, but then they compensate by adding probably more fats than even normal. So then what happens is the calorie amount is the same, right? So unless you, like, are on some – in I don't even think it would help on a ketogenic diet where you want to get in ketosis because there's still like 15 grams of carbs in it from like some kind of flour or something that they use. So I just don't get it. And we did, i worked up the numbers. It's 190 calories for a 45 gram keto cookie. Well, 45 grams of regular homemade cookie is like 240 calories, right? So 40, 50 calories more. And you get what you actually want. It's going to taste a million times better. And for your goals, it's, I mean, it's all the same. It's the same calories, right? The keto cookie might have a little more protein, Bro. but you're not eating cookies for the protein. The keto
1: cookie has uh, eight grams of plant-based proteins. My question is this. How many people are keto that are also vegan or even care about that? Yeah, it's super niche. Like Niche. Niche. Is it w- niche w- or niche? I think it's both. It can be whatever you mm-hmm. want it to be. Actually, side note because I saw it when I brought my laptop up, um, I couldn't figure out whether among or amongst was the right word to use. I feel like amongst is if you're like British. That's it. it said it's like that you can use both, but one is like makes you seem we a little are, like um, you, you seem a little more pretentious if you use it. So I was like, I'll use among because I'm I'm common. We are amongst royalty. Amongst. Um but yeah, also it's grain and gluten free. No soy, no dairy, no egg. Mm,
0: that's how you know it's no it's, good?
1: It's kosher. <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what's in it. But, yeah. I, first off, like, this can't be the good. The first ingredient is some kind of weird flour. It can't be good. I don't even have the ingredients I, up right now, but... Come on. I, is it like a almond flour or arrowroot flour? Let's see here. Arrowroot. Yeah, that, like, pure fiber. <laughs> hey, this dude's comment says, Shit almost killed me today. <laughs> <laughs> for the cookie? Yeah. <laughs> all, all
0: I imagine is it like you would choke on it, right? Yeah. It like, just
1: it instantly explodes into crumbs.
0: Like you bite into it and it just dissolves around your hand. Like <laughs> it just crumbles into the earth.
1: Oh my God. All right. Yeah. What's, what's the ingredient? What's the ingredient, man? Lenny cookie. Let's see what Google says. God, the texture looks awful too, man. It really does. It looks like um. Would you? S- like dried mud. It almost looks like uh some kind of cracker. It does. It looks like. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Jesus. So we got. Oh, it looks like a bagel chip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: a communion. Yeah, you give them uh, out a communion. <laughs> A uh, cookie of Christ. Oh, <laughs> no. You. So, we have first ingredient, grain-free flour blend. Dude. Lupin flour.
1: I mean, what's a lupin? I
0: don't even know. And then almond flour. And then ethyl, almond butter, pea protein, coconut oil.
1: Everything you would expect. In and then a bunch like of other
0: stuff, right? So, it's just like, and again, ultimately, calories, Right. right. <laughs>
1: Lupin flour is a legume flour, mm. high protein, high fiber, made from the sweet lupin bean. <laughs> Bro, I have never even heard of a lupin bean.
0: I'll check next to the black beans. You know,
1: you know why, man? Because nobody likes it. It's them. probably not even edible. Nah.
0: But anyways, so let us know if you're a keto cookie, plant-based, plant-based keto cookie fan.
1: Yeah. but I re- mean, you know what? Like, Just get a regular plant-based yeah. cookie and it's probably better I mean, than honestly, keto stuff
0: you could make so a regular cookie is going to have flour, sugar, egg, butter, butter. The so, best. so those are the those are the animal parts, right? You can make good cookies
1: without any animal parts, without those. So yeah. like, I mean, so ultimately So you could do like flour, some type coconut oil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shiny, Sh- chocolate chips sugar. You could make they have Don't have any butter in them sometimes.
0: Yeah. But um, they might have a little sugar, dairy and
1: chocolate. Apple sauce instead of eggs. But anyway, some good cookies. So, and guess what?
0: That would be a plant-based, you know, and it would taste oh way better. So, when you combine the plant-based and keto, it's like you're getting into
1: you're getting into nothing. Yeah, you're getting into stuff that's probably not even. You're filling it with cardboard at this point.
0: So there we go. That's our wannabe food for the week. The keto cookie (sighs) probably just go with the regular cookie. You got me five. If if you want to have a cookie,
1: yeah, just have one. You know,
0: so one cookie. And not one of these. I saw uh, I real quick, too, before we get into what our topic is. On Twitter, someone like posted where uh, they were just like, "Ugh, You know, trying to eat vegan is so expensive. Have you seen the price of almond milk? And it's just like, first of all, almond milk's like really a ripoff in general. Yes. I, th- I think it's something like I saw where like each container really only is like, three almonds you know nutrition wise yeah so it's just this, you know water slightly flavored um, water but the thing is like well no a vegan diet can be super affordable because rice yeah. and beans are an amazing combination water it's is a free. good base and they're super cheap right but it's look when you start buying packaged processed foods on any diet it's gonna jack the price up yes right so no one is working against you whether you wanna eat vegan whether you wanna eat omnivore you know a Whatever,
1: like you keto, can find
0: meat pretty cheap if you stick to Whole Foods, your diet will be affordable.
1: Yep, you know. But when you buy stuff like almond milk, which isn't cost effective, now like yeah. I have almond milk every once in a while with you know something. But like if I got some cookies, I'll probably have some almond milk. Um, but I don't include it in my weekly groceries. Yeah, you know, um, because it's just not very cost effective. I'd rather drink water, truthfully. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like stuff like that where people feel like. I have to have something like this, and so they Mm -hmm. buy it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you don't need it. There's a lot of stuff you don't need. Like, it's like when people buy, like, all organic produce. Well, that shit's expensive, and you could have bought some frozen veggies for way cheaper and still ate vegetables. Now, the whole organic thing, like, that's a different topic for a different day, but, like, you could still eat vegetables in a cheap manner by not buying Seven dollar kale or whatever yeah. it is that you're buying you can get frozen or canned. Yeah, it's still good still vegetables. Yeah so Flipping
0: yeah, let's flip the script flipping the script
1: flip it with some real
0: today. We want to talk about High intensity training yes and how essentially trying to go hard all the time look for most people it's not even that we're like, we want to tell you not to do it because no. we're trying to create some other agenda. It's, it's not even optimal for you, right? Like it's not like more, is just more, yes. right? It doesn't not, more is not better. And you have to understand context, right? Like you can pull up your favorite, you know, Instagram, crossfitter, Instagrammer, like 25 year old influencer and pro athlete. And you have to understand if you're getting paid to work out and you're at a high level like you have different stress right yes um, You, for the most part like if you've ever seen any like college athlete or anything like you play your sport you train and you play video games all the time yeah right so it's you're chilling that's it the average person has you know they're worrying about work and financial stuff and their boss and co-workers and family and you know just all this other stuff and then you know then you layer on if by nature you're a high anxiety warrior stressor type person. That makes it even worse. You have to understand all that stress, it goes in the same bucket, yep. right? So, you know, working out is also a stressor. Now, acutely, like some stress is good, right? Because then we adapt from it. That's, whole, uh, that's, whole uh, that's the whole point of working out. That's the whole point, right? So, But then same thing, dieting is a stressor, right? So you're throwing all these things in the bucket. If it's overflowing... Like you're not, you're, you are not you you can not recover. It's going to hold things you up. You can't make change
1: if your bucket is, you know, yeah. overflowing all the time.
0: And I get it. So I know it goes back to here's the loop, right? And I think we'll start explaining, you know, diving in on like how, yeah, we create these habit loops. And mm-hmm. so what happens is a one, one loop in of itself is good food versus bad food. Right? So then say someone has whatever lasagna on the weekend. And that was a bad food. That was a bad thing. In their mind well then exercise which then we go it's something physical and if we get so exhausted we're gasping for air we're laying on our back we're, we're feeling physically punished all of a sudden we're like oh i need this punishment for the bad choice yeah. i made and then people start thinking of all of the quote unquote like bad choices they've made so i need more like harder, higher, higher intensity exercise to balance it out, to balance it out. And it becomes this like exercise is punishment loop. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's just then you layer in all the life stressors and the fact that a lot of these people, when we do that, also have a goal of losing weight. So then they're dieting and trying to eat less. Yep. Um, And it it causes problems. Right. Uh, I've had people, you know, through Instagram and the clients we work with and it's like their sleep's not good. They're stagnant with losing weight. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they take some time off or cut out cut out some of the high intensity conditioning. Everything just drops. Weird. (laughs) You know. And now let's explain this, right? Because I know it's super complicated. I don't even know if I'll explain it well. How it will come across? But so what happens is we can't defy like calories in, calories out. Like to be to lose weight, we have to be in a deficit. Yeah. Right. So, but say someone perfect example. So we'll use a client that we have and say she's eating, you know, 1400 calories. Been working with her for a long time. We know she's pretty honest and on point with that. And then she gets stagnant, right? And she's someone who comes goes to the gym 5, 6 days a week. Goes hard on the cardio. Um and all of a sudden things aren't moving, right? So she could think or in general, we whoever, oh, I need to um you know, maybe maybe I'm eating too little and that's what's helping me prevent from, from losing weight. Yeah. What's happened is when you're doing that high intensity training, you're super stressed out, life, all that, so your stress bucket is full, our body down-regulates the actual calories out, mm-hmm. right? So, say you're in that state and you come to go to the gym, and you know, you're still gonna be able to push hard, you're still gonna be sweating, you're still gonna be panting, you're still gonna be grinding, but lit- literally, if you're in that state your body and these are just completely random numbers but just to try to make make it clear you may only burn 200 calories right but, but you'll feel the same as if say you were in a good state uh, uncovered or um, a state where you could recover from and you do that same workout same effort and your body could burn 600 calories right it's not so in a way it's down regulating it's trying to conserve energy yep. right this is it's slowly doing that right so then at that point the 1,400 calories you're eating, you could feel low, you're digging, then you're not losing because your body, your uh, calorie burn is 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 lowered,
1: yeah. right? Essentially your metabolism is what down-regulates and mm-hmm. like like think of it, your whole body process slows down almost like to make you yeah, like safer. Exactly,
0: From it doesn't want you to die, right? So then all of a sudden, and you have to understand like high intensity cardio is super cortisol, super stress driven. Like it is going to send those hormonal signals to your body. That's going to stress you out even more, right? So then when, when someone tells you or coach as a coach, be like, Hey, stop that! Just go walk. Do not turn your walk into a walk run. Do not do burpees every half (laughs) mile, like just freaking walk. All of a sudden that can switch on your parasympathetic, uh, you know where you're gonna like relax, recover, promote recovery. You you may burn more calories from that walk, right? Yeah. Than than your actual high intensity stuff, and it's and it's uh, promoting recovery. Your body relaxes. Now and all of a sudden, you get into a better state. The workouts you already are doing, your body starts to kind of ramp up its actual you know effort. You're burning more calories again. All of a sudden, that 1,400 calories becomes a deficit right yep. and what we're saying is the problem why when you're grinding doing too much high intensity stuff and you just keep trying to lower your calories that's a problem because eventually like you're you just can't get enough nutrition right Yep. so the easier thing to do and yes very counterintuitive is to ease up on
1: your training yes you i know? think you know I, I know where this came from and i think i've brought it up before but it really irks me a lot is it came from like the old um, you know, um, it's really more of a myth too, but that like all that matters for, you know, working out and losing weight is how many calories you burn in a workout. Yeah. But right? the, but
0: the out, the calories out is so complex. Oh
1: yeah, exactly. But th- people think like, oh, if I do X, yeah, then I'm going to burn 600 calories. And that's, that's what drives weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what people thought for so long. And it's still very, you know, alive and well mm-hmm. amongst, um, you know, people in fitness, and like the fact of the matter is, like, based on what we just said, how your body drops that down when you're overly stressed, like that is the worst way to think about your your fitness, mm-hmm. right? So, um, people get locked into that. They just like, yeah. oh, I got to burn more calories. I got to burn more calories. And they and, think they have to feel tired. They connect the feelings of it is so crazy. Being exhausted uh,
0: soreness, exhaustion, um, out of breath. Yep. Those are all the things people associate with quote unquote good workout. And really they have, those are the worst nothing
1: to do. Those are the worst signs of a good workout. With any of the outcomes that most people want. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's, and that's another part of the problem is like people's expectation too. people think yeah. I have to be tired. I have to be out of breath in order to get results. Yeah. And no matter what you tell them, that's still in their head. Like I need to be, working myself into the ground yeah. to get this because, it's, you know, beast mode on Instagram does the same thing and yeah. she's super lean or whatever. Right. But it's, but here's where like the context, right? If you're training for performance,
0: you're eating in a surplus, driving your calories up to support everything. Yep. Then that's when you can do all that stuff. You exactly. Know? But what people don't understand, if you're trying to get your body composition right and lose weight, you're working against it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not what you need to be doing. Um, Exactly. So, and really to unpack it, you have two options, right? Like if you want to train more often, you have to lower your intensity, right? Um, If you like, if you know, like you can, you're going to go in, you're going to push to failure. You want to go all out. You want to do burpees and pair um, high intensity conditioning stuff with your strength stuff all the time. Then you need to train less frequently yep right like you need to just go to the gym three days then and take four days completely off and just go walk right but if you want to do more go then you have to lower your intensity and effort um like something has to give you know yeah especially especially if you're over 30 if you have outside stressors you know which most of us do yeah really and and then even more so if you're a higher anxiety person you know um You just, you have to respect those things, but I get it. It's hard to do because they're all these like non-tangible things. It's just this, like, there's nothing you can like put a finger on. It's nothing you can feel or measure or, you know, Yeah. there's no app for it. No, (laughs) I wish there was. Well, there kind of is with that um, Joel Jameson. What is it like? um... HRV? heart rate variability. Yeah. But then you're just going down this like... Dark that, that's a
1: whole rabbit of hole. Like two and you know what? That's minutia. Like, yeah. And it's like a... Mini- you can manipulate that too. Like I yeah. could have one HRV and then go do some like really parasympathetic breathing for three minutes and change my HRV in three yeah. minutes. So yeah. that's... And man. then your whole
0: plan is like up in the air because like you don't... Do, what you do that day is based on... Your HRV. You, so, you can't, so you might end up taking the day off. You might end up um, going hard. You might end up... But if you're... Most people, again, if you're high in athlete, that and that's all you have to do is train. Yeah, you can make that work. But for average person, they need to maybe have a plan. Like I'm going like, like people go need to, to be gym.
1: consistent with getting to the gym more so than oh, should I go hard or should I go light yeah. today? Like what should I do? Blah. Yeah. And like that's just something that like you don't even need to worry about. It shouldn't even be a thing that is out there for normal. Right, people. as far
0: as trying to measure your variability oh, of that God, day. Yeah. Now what? But you do need to plan like. You do need to worry about that. Oh yeah. Like yeah. Like like no, okay, worries. I'm Are you Monday, stressed? Wednesday, Friday I I'm gonna go hard, I'm gonna lift, or I'm gonna do a hit session, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday I rest and walk or, or yeah. whatever. Um so to keep it simple, just realize you
1: can't go hard, you can't do high intensity stuff. You like, can't do all of it every day of the week. You know what a good a good and I think a lot of people may have and not everybody has this experience, but um, you know, high stress people That maybe are having trouble losing weight or whatever end up going on vacation right a week in i don't know some tropical island eat whatever drink Mm -hmm. whatever have an amazing time de-stress and they come back and they're like oh my god i've lost like three pounds and i ate whatever i wanted and all this stuff um and they're just completely amazed and the fact of the matter is you had you went from a super high stress environment to literally worrying about nothing mm-hmm. and I think it shows the real power of like stress and how much it might hold people back when yeah. they're constantly in that hurricane mm-hmm. versus when they are, you know, on a sunny island and relaxing and calm and chill and probably sleeping well despite having you know, whatever they want to eat and pina coladas yeah. and beers. But, but and even stuff. then,
0: most people end up eating less.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because
0: they're not snacking, because you don't have all that. You same don't environment. have the
1: stress in people, the environment driving people, you. They'll eat a big
0: meal and feel like they ate a lot. You know, you have that big meal, but you're not snacking on Cheetos all day. Yeah. Um. And the big meal may only be, you know, 1200 calories. And then you may have a little like breakfast when you wake up. That's exactly. like 400 calories. So it's like you're eating 1800 calories. You felt like you ate a lot because you technically did eat whatever you want it but actually you're you're out you're walking mm-hmm. you're doing more stuff you're just eating less often yeah so average person on vacation will eat like two to four times a day whereas the average person normally eats eight to eleven times a day you know
1: including all the little grabs and licks mm-hmm. and bites and stuff grab <laughs> grabs and licks and Gra- bites. Grabs, i don't know what you're bites. talking about man mm. but yeah like that's i think it's a good a good maybe um mental exercise for somebody to put themselves through and think, have I, have I ever gone on vacation and maybe come back lighter or felt great or looked better or anything like that? Um, or have I taken a week off of working out and dropped three or four or five pounds and wondered why in the world that even happened? Yeah. You know, like that's cause you dropped some stress from somewhere, the working out or the over training, Mm -hmm. um, or under recovering and your body was like, Oh, okay. Like we're, we're good. We're starting to recover. We can, we can, uh, ramp things back up. Yeah. Like your bucket was like, had just the right amount of water in it to allow your body to start to lose weight again. So, um, just realize like that is the bucket is finite. And when you add too many things into it, you are slowing yourself down. So if you are stagnant and you're like, damn, I'm like eating exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, you know, working out super hard. Well, maybe like, maybe you need to chill. You know, lift heavy, but don't, don't feel like you have to die, you know? And
0: really, I mean, there's a difference between like lifting and the high intensity conditioning, right? Because you can go lift, lift as heavy as possible and then rest two, three, four minutes between sets. You know what I'm saying? And then, so a lifting session, you can actually keep pretty tame. It's a lot of times it's death that kind of training that leaves you like gasping for air on your back. Yeah. Um, it's going to tap into almost where you need like an immune recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's super stressful in your immune system. Yeah. That's the stuff that, in, that people tend up going, going a little too, uh, too crazy. And I think because in the moment it feels accomplishing, yeah. right? Like it's all, yeah. Short term. Like
1: lifting, it's like lifting heavy and then resting for two or three minutes yeah. is more of a long-term
0: yeah, it's um, like you, if you like compare it to finances, right? Like, yeah, um, you know, cardio is like just a savings account. Like you just you'll put it in, you take it out. Uh, you're not really getting any interest. Where like it's done, if you never really you don't really reap any lo- like long term benefits. Whereas weightlifting, you're building muscle, which helps with your metabolism. Um, but sure. you're not you know right away you don't get that immediate gratification. Well, you're gra- investing uh, satisfaction. Right? Um, but yeah, so you're investing, whereas you start, it pays
1: dividends down the road when you build mm-hmm. that muscle. And then 20 years later, yep. or even, you know, in yeah. our case, five years later of, of lifting weights, like you're going to see some pretty mm-hmm. awesome results. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's hard to not think I want this now for people, Yeah. you know? So really all uh, you just have to like trust it,
0: you know? And that's what our clients will do. They'll like, yeah. we'll say it. They probably won't believe it. You know, they take the time off. And they see like, the scale drop and yeah. they're like, then they're, oh. it's easy to do.
1: Yeah. And then sometimes people got to live it. Yeah. Like you have to and go you, through it and that's fine. Yeah.
0: And you have to trial and error yourself, right? Like one of the cli- our clients I'm working with, she, I mean, for the most part, really like, so she's lost 60 pounds overall. And then she's working to get to, you know, some super lean body composition goals. And we even had a phase where we, uh, had her gain weight, you know, just kind of see where her calories were at, what maintenance is, where she gains at, and then bring her back down. And even in the first kind of year or two when she lost the 60 pounds, we knew at one point we pulled out the high intensity stuff. So she'll tra- mm-hmm. train, strength train Monday, Wednesday, Friday. She pulled out some high intensity stuff she was doing Tuesday, Thursday, and then she kind of was losing better. It, you could tell it worked better for her and her situation and the way she's wired. And then she kind of you know got back to it um was still losing but then been stagnant last month or two and i was like look you're not gonna like this but um you know let's take out skip a couple days take some days off take take out the high intensity days yeah. and then sure enough like three days later she um. bust, she was stuck at the same weight for you know the four four weeks five weeks and she's on on point with her nutrition um but i didn't want to go lower so yes, yeah, she took those days off and then boom, dropped th- three pounds. Um, so kind of broke through the plateau. And yet ultimately it's like, look, whether you like it or not, like you do better.
1: Not doing high this, intensity. right? You know, yeah. so
0: um, then it's deciding, and this is what I'm, the way I'm wired, it's easy for me to do. Like I care more about the results I want than being tied to anything. anything right. And that's what I always, you know, we tell people with, the, everything we recommend. Like, look, if doing 400 burpees seven days a week and eating keto was what worked best for like getting lean and staying that's lean. That's what we would do. Yeah, that's what that's, in a heartbeat. that's what I would do. Like, yeah. I, I don't really care. Like, I just want the result, right? But for me, over the years, and I preach it all the time on my Instagram and posts, like, lifting three days a week, walking on the other days is what works best.
1: You know, yeah, to like. I think for most people, like, um, that, and people would be surprised how, like, from doing those two things, like, cardio wise, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I do the same thing. Diego does the same thing. Like, we're on a pretty decent spot having done no high intensity. Yeah. Like, I could jump in and do some high intensity and probably be like, I'm gonna yeah. be gassed, of course, but I would probably recover pretty decent from it, and I could probably go do a pretty decent conditioning session and be fine. But having never even, having not touched it in how long. it's been a while since I've done anything like that. Um, and when I'm,
0: especially I go through a phase where, you know, just maintenance and I, I've always been fine with having like a one high intensity day, you mm -hmm. know, but especially if it was like a phase where I purposely wanted to lose weight and diet or get a little leaner, um, always feel better cutting it out. Yeah. Same. Um, So, but again, you know, that's where the going back to the loop that we talked about originally of people also like exercise needs to be like a punishment sometimes there's a whole they are exercising for lots of other reasons right or it's
1: filling a a void and whatever Mm -hmm. some emotional reasons where um it feels good to Mm -hmm. push hard you know same thing where you know there's a lot of emotional ties to food to where you know eating pizza like you don't even technically want Mm -hmm. pizza but it makes you feel better in the moment And you do it i think that's how a lot of high intensity exercise is too for for some people um it just becomes something that you know for that very small moment feels okay yeah and that's and there's a lot to unpack for everybody there but um yeah that that happens a lot yeah
0: and the thing is a lot of it's trade-offs right it's playing around right Mm -hmm. like if you like you could love your one high intensity workout of the week cardio workout and but then you know, if you're trying to go and run three other days a week, jog, slog, like, look, something's probably got to go. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, you're not going to be able to go to the gym three or four days a week, go run three or four days a week, hit a 40-minute interval session. Yeah. Um, and diet. And
1: still a, get lean. either
0: be dieting or be not even be on top of your nutrition. You know, like, you just kind of eat whatever. Yeah. So, like, the mo- the more you want to make more training work, the more your nutrition has to be dialed in, yeah. Too, you know, and then that comes down to also like not just calories. Like, that's are you getting enough protein? Are you getting whole micronutrition? You know, all that starts to come into play, mm-hmm. right? So if you just want to like drink beer and eat ad lib, and then train six days a week and push it to the limit, it's just gonna end not you know not really, how you
1: want. Not how you you're want. gonna you're gonna crash and burn at some point. I had a talk with someone yesterday. Um, he was like, yeah, I want to start, I feel like I'm, I'm light enough that I can start running again. And he comes five days a week. And I was like, all right, well, like if you do start to run, then you're going to have to cut out like your cardio days here and trade them for, for running and not do both. Cause we know what's going to happen if yeah you decide to do both of them. Yep. And that also gets down to like, I'm assuming if
0: you want to start running, you want to see your times improve, right? So like that's also for recovery. Cause yeah. you have to understand, we talked about this before, when you are training, when you're lifting weights, when you're running, you are your body, you are breaking it down, right? Yes. So imagine like digging a hole. Then through nutrition, sleep, you're recovering, right? That hole refills and maybe a little, little mound higher, right? So then you're raising your fitness levels, your strength levels, your conditioning levels. And then you kind of start the process over. That's what yep. we talk about. That's where you have like some stress, but then you come back stronger. But if you have you dig that hole, and then you're not you don't give yourself enough time or resources, and it fills
1: up eighty percent full. Yeah,
0: to recover, and then you dig it again. You're just digging it deeper and deeper, right? Yep. Your your baseline is getting worse and worse, mm-hmm. lower and lower. You are lowering your fitness. Your fitness, right? So and then okay, right? So how do you? That's different for everyone. Yes. Right. Like, again, that's where the stress bucket comes in. Yeah. If you are younger, if you have less outside stress, you're going to be able to recover faster eating, you know, Big Macs, right? Whereas if you have more outside stress, you're a little older, like, recovery needs to be a little more detailed. Yeah. Like, you
1: got to have more of your ducks in a row when you're older and more stressed. And yeah, that's... That was my duck. It was all right. It was okay.
0: But... So yeah, think about that. Remember, like for the most part, you have to have equal. I mean, you're like the energy you put into training. You're gonna have to have, have an equal amount of energy put into recovering and chilling out. Yes. And if you do not chill out well, which I'm like that, always on, always thinking, always doing stuff. It just never goes as well. You know, when, when I, I, I when I've tried to train five, six days a week, um, definitely don't see any. More progress than normal, you know, and if anything, no. I eventually lose interest mentally. Um, yeah. So, so again, that's where, you know, it's different for everyone, but yeah, a good starting place is. And it was funny, one of the clients we were working with, she was like, man, it's ironic because essentially the quick start guide we give everyone on day one is really like, man, if everyone just did that, they would be successful. It's strange, and right? They, those are the answers, <laughs> right? Which is come to the lifting days. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, walk on the other days, you know, try to get your steps in, and then the nutrition oh the other thing with the, them too was they try to go really low carb at one point point. Mm-hmm. and this is again where you know some hormones do play a little, and we kept their calories the same, but then bumped their carbs up, so lowered their fats and protein mm-hmm. a little, got their carbs up to just a hundred, they're tiny anyways, but a hundred um. And they they do better and they start losing and they feel better. So, for most people, having some carbs, so even just 100 grams a day, which is still low carb. It's low carb. um, Technically, yeah. But it's giving your body some glucose. Yeah. So, like three days a week, lifting, walking when you can, moderate to low carb. You know, don't really, really protein, carbs, and fat. Like, don't limit or go crazy with any of them. No. A moderate approach for all of them and you'll. You'll be amazed. Yeah. But again, that's only if you if you want an outcome of, you know, getting lean, living lean, being able to support um, recovery and getting stronger.
1: Uh, you can ride that out. That's, that's as far as anyone needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to start offering on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Walk club. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? You know, the ironic thing is if we did that. I like think we would go out of business. For sure. Because people,
0: you know, it's that line, fine line as a business of giving people what they want oh, yeah—want versus what they need. Exactly. Um, and again, not everyone's trying to lose weight or no. whatever, too. So, And God. it's
1: fine. Yeah, if you are recovering well, awesome. Some people enjoy it, and it's a good way to get your heart rate up. And um, for some people, recovery, it actually, yeah. you know, if they aren't going crazy hard, like you're helping your recovery mm-hmm. from your strength days. Yep. Um, so and it some, is a good thing.
0: And some people know how to regulate Yes, their effort, right? Or they don't go that hard anyways. Like they do a cardio circuit, but they just kind of go through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, yeah, if you want to get super technical, really, you know, you want to do something where you can keep your heart rate below 140. So, you know, obviously walking does that. So it's easy and walking's good for you because most people sit all day. Yep. But you know, if you're doing a circuit of like a rower and a sled and jump rope or whatever, like, you could just throw a heart rate monitor on and just go in and go at an intensity that keeps your heart rate below, like that 140, and you'll be good, right? But yep. most people, I've tried that with some clients. Everyone I've tried it with can't do it. And yep. part of that's because it's a group setting. Yeah, um,
1: and it's harder in a group setting. Yeah, because everybody else is going hard, and you're like,
0: you I don't. I think wanna...
1: internally, you feel like you're not working as hard as everybody else, and you feel yeah. bad. Yeah, like. You know, I look bad, or I look weak, or mm-hmm. whatever, and I think that's hard for people. So it's another another thing. I mean, the group setting is different than training on your own in a lot of ways.
0: Yep. And and what we do at our gym, Coastal Strength and Fitness, is we try to alternate intensities of days. You yep. know. So we'll have like now Monday, Wednesday, Friday are strength with a little bit of cardio mixed in. So those are like super high intensity days, mm-hmm. and then we try to make the cardio longer duration which naturally lowers the intensity you know so like two or three minute intervals on the conditioning stuff um so it becomes like basically a list low intensity
1: yeah because it only goes
0: so hard for two and a half minutes on the rower um on tuesdays and thursdays right so those are lower intensity days Try to balance out like that but then everyone's different right someone new almost everything's gonna be high intensity right Like you get your heart rate up uh doing a squat getting out of bed yeah so yeah. that's where you, that's where less is more. You know, when sometimes we tell new people that they want to come six days a week because they're thinking, oh, I'm super motivated. More yeah. is better, but you know,
1: your more recovery, is worse generally. Yeah. Cause yeah. your recovery
0: is not going to be as good.
1: Everything's new. So, yeah. And, you know, like I don't mind telling somebody not to come in, which is weird because most, I don't know, most businesses <laughs> you want people here, but, um, you know, we're confident enough in what we do that if we're telling somebody, maybe you should take a day off, then it's for, a really good reason, yeah. and not just because we don't want to see them. And like we talked
0: with Jill a couple of weeks ago, you know that's why we have the yoga on Saturdays, right? Yeah. So that people can still come, but we try to give them a alternative based on their goal and what's going on. Yeah, like you could come to our high intensity conditioning class Saturday Smackdown or yoga. And sometimes, you know, we'll tell people look like you, you should come to yoga instead. Like depending on where they're at with their nutrition, with their goals. Yeah. Um, so it helps too to have that outside eye sometimes. No, absolutely. For, to,
1: to tell tell you, you know, someone you trust that you'll then do what they say. Yeah, and it's not always fun to hear. Like, how many people want to hear like, "Hey, stop going so hard." And cho- you would think everybody wants to hear that. Yeah. Maybe we're just lazy, but I would want someone to tell me to do less, and I would get more out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Your teacher. Yeah. Hey, stop doing so much homework. Everyone yeah, could- would be like, "Damn, all right." <laughs> yeah, man. You'll get better grades if you do less homework. Yeah. Um. Your boss. Which is actually an interesting topic in and of itself. Stop working so hard, man. Yeah, man. Chill out. <laughs> You'll get paid more if you do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. So if you do, like, takeaways from this episode. If you find that, like, you are busting your ass in the gym, like, you go hard. Real hard. Like, you leave a sweat angel on the floor every day that you, you train and It's maybe five or six days a week. Or you lift at the gym, and you go and run, and you do a group class with your friend, and you whatever um and you're not getting the results you want then just take a step back ask like do i need to do less and nine times out of ten you probably do um and it's just filling you know replace the activity like gary said replace it with walking you know find a friend to walk with or go walk with your spouse or walk with your dog and then it's you know a little bit more engaging um But you're still doing something positive for yourself. Instead of just going home and sitting on the couch, you still have an activity to do. And you're getting outside. Yeah, it's just a different activity and it's a different mindset. It could be a bike ride. Real chill bike ride, man. Go cruise around the neighborhood. Um, You know, don't get your heart rate up. You're not Lance Armstrong trying to break records around your neighborhood. But yeah, just going and kind of just being outside and having fun and moving around um, is a good replacement for that. You know, and not getting on your Peloton and doing a forty-five minute burner. Yeah, with the coach yelling at you, you're <laughs> screaming back at him. Yeah, like that—that that sounds <laughs> yeah. stressful in and of itself. And I don't really understand being screamed at by a coach to a screen. But um, yeah, like maybe cut back on those activities and just like just chill, hang out. Yep, that's it. So most people will hear this and know who they are. Like you'll know if you're thinking, I wonder if this is me. It probably is. Mm-hmm. Most like people... one of those late night infomercials. Yeah.
0: Hey, you, you over mm-hmm. there. Are mm-hmm. you Are you losing your hair? <laughs> me? You talking to me? <laughs> me?
1: Look at me. You look mirror. around. Look at nah. your dog. Not him. <laughs> it would have dogs b- balded like us. Do some of
0: them do, man? Do they? You sh- to Arnie, my dog. He's got little uh, on his temples. It's like his, he has less
1: hair, man. Does he? What if he balded just like you? I, I, like, I it was like the exact same color. I feel encounter. like that's what's happening. <laughs> Sympathetic balding. What, if, you know, the old. Oh, in the back. <laughs> the top middle back. The top, <laughs> that top. That would be too that much. top circle just starts mm. to thin.
0: Hey, he starts wearing hats. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, I didn't even get him for him. He, he got him somehow. He just he, he ordered them. Ordered off Amazon. Yeah. He probably follows some, some other dogs on Instagram. A little dog hat. And he got suckered in, clicked, on, clicked through their links. I mean, some, inf- some dog influence. They got Had- good ads, man. Mm. Can't help it. I saw this dog, Cru- Crusoe, the celebrity dachshund. He went on vacation to Miami with this girl dachshund. No, he didn't. I was like, this dude's taking more vacations. <laughs> more vacations
1: than me. Uh, he's everywhere, man. <laughs> By the way, if nobody knows, anytime Gary messages me on Instagram, it's either fitness. Which is like 25% of the time or a dog doing something really awesome, which is like 75% of the time. And I can usually call exactly what it's going to be before I even open it. So those are pretty much the only two mm. things that he does. Is
0: the greatest thing Instagram ever made was that like little send button. <sighs> you can just send it straight to someone. Oh my God. Just share the wealth immediately. Mm-mm-mm. All right, guys and girls. That was, that was ep- episode 50. Hopefully it was helpful. I hope so. Hopefully, there was a message you need to hear. Yeah. We probably said it before, but you know what? We have.
1: I think things like that bear repeating, though. Yeah, exactly. Package it a different way. Say yeah. it again.
0: Let us know if you have one of those Lenny.
1: Yeah. If anybody has a keto vegan cookie, uh, maybe slide into our DMs and let us know how it is. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. If it's good, then I will eat one. Also, but I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. Good.
0: I'm going with a gooey, gooey chocolate chip. A gooey plant based. Uh, I mean, regular. Cookie made with eggs, yeah, I'm and, for that and butter. I think Whitney's making cookies tonight. All right, so holler at us, and we'll be back next week. And if uh, you're in the area, Coastal Virginia, come see us at Coastal Strength and Fitness in Newport News. You can also hit us up online. We we'll do some online coaching and such. Yeah, yeah. If you, uh,
1: <laughs> who's our sponsor? We need a sponsor. Damn, Lenny and Larry. Len- <laughs> <laughs> Uh so we are not paid by Lenny and Larry's. No. Shills. We're we're not shills. We don't really, don't really shill anything. No. Nah. Shill what works. Big uh big egg and
0: butter. We're we're uh yeah. we're grandma cookies. Yeah. We're shilling for grandma. <laughs> That's fine. I'll shill for grandma all day. Bro, what if you what if you gave your grandpa a keto cookie?
1: tell me he, he uh, you know how like he probably throw it at me you know how
0: you get like these like viral things where you like feed a baby a lemon and stuff yeah. to see see the reaction hey you gotta you feed an 80 year old a keto cookie <laughs> <laughs> just, and we should make that viral dude and and then let's do it see their reaction
1: let's do it just get random old people mm-hmm. And Larry's. And try to explain try to him. It it's keto. Cook- hey, well,
0: <laughs> it's lumen bean, Grandpa. Lupin bean. It's lu- What is it? Lumen or lupid? Lupin. Lupin. Lupin bean. It's lupid bean flour, Grandpa. I don't care. I'm lupid. <laughs> mm. That's a disease.
1: It is. Lupus.
0: All right. Yeah, so keto I'll cookies, us. let us know. And uh, if you have any ideas, any, we should start reviewing them on. We should. On air.
1: Let's do it. Just crunching yeah. into them, like. <laughs> so, if you have any,
0: uh, come across any food-like subs, uh, what? I Substances. was gonna say substance. Uh, food-like substitutes. Let us know. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll start. Uh...
1: We'll try them out, or at least uh, try them off mm. the air, and then talk about them on the air. I mean, I'd we... be willing to do it. I don't. I don't care. Have you tried uh, Beyond Meat yet?
0: Nah. That's maybe. too. That's too expensive, man. It is. My heart sinks knowing that it's like double the <laughs> price of beef. And not as good. Mm-hmm. I think it's already fading out because they did have it at Lidl, and now I don't think I see it anymore. It peaked. So it peaked, and now it's going to be real niche. I mean, I would rather have rice like rice and beans, man. Yeah, like I wouldn't. I don't want that. Like if I if I wanted to eat plant based, I would eat plants. You know, like Whole Foods. Well, I would have a. We could talk about this for another episode. Yeah. But like, if you had to do an extreme, would you rather like be carnivore or be vegan? Oh, I've thought about it. It's hard, man, because we can I prefer that. the meat ultimately in the, the nutrition and obviously certain things about it taste and flavor wise. But I would really I would miss, miss some of the variety. That I mean, you could have a lot more variety
1: with plant based, yeah. With plant based,
0: as I far agree. as like, if
1: you're extreme, vegan versus carnivore. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because um, like carnivore, you just meat. You get meat, man, you get meat I, yeah. and eggs. It's pretty much it, right? Yeah, for definitely. the most part. I, and and even just eating like just a meat meal
0: or just a egg meal, it's same. Uh, it's not my cup of tea. Like you said, like rice and beans oh, Bro, cup could... of tea <laughs> can't, can't have tea, can't have tea? You can have bone broth, <laughs> which I do like, but but yeah, I, I would yeah, struggle. You... I struggle to even have just like a specific just a carnivore meal. like I like to have you know, some starch with it or whatever um yeah. so yeah that'd, that'd be a fun one yeah we can but yeah do if that. I went vegan maybe have would, our ideal we can map it out yeah. what we'd eat because I could live with like um well I don't know if I could live with it because I wouldn't do it but like so I could have rice and beans but then also have some cookies and exclude the butter and egg and still have just flour yeah. sugar and like coconut oil and have it decent enough yeah um if I
1: <laughs> try to make some carnivore cookie nah a chicken it, breast cookie that'd make me sad yeah you can do a lot more with a vegan diet than you can carnivore. Yeah,
0: But then ultimately, there's some deficiencies.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. That it, it's For health,
0: I, would, cons to I both. would not want to. I mean, you could supplement too. So, the, uh, yeah, you could supplement. More work. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. So, yeah. We, we could dig into that. All right. Now we're going to stop lingering this on. Yeah.
1: We'll catch you guys later. Holler. As always, thanks for listening, guys. If you want to learn more, check us out at CoastalFitnessVA.com or GaryDeagle.com. We'll see you next time.